WCH a broadcasting fee, and the opinions expressed during the show are not necessarily those of the staff, management, or ownership of WGCH Radio. Good morning. Welcome to Fashion Friday. All right, so my spring shopping continues. <laughs> oh, by the way, Bob, my online spring shopping continues. Uh-oh. I, I, well, good Well, experience. me too. I just bought a new pair of jeans. You did? Yeah. I love it. Online. Tell us about it. <laughs> is it a brand you wear? Oh, yeah. Okay. So this is always the problem, as, as I've discussed here on the show before, that I buy things online and it's with an unfamiliar brand or it's, uh, a, you know, something I've never heard of or it's made in China. And not that I don't already buy things probably made in China, but if it's with a familiar brand, that's a different story. And I have bad luck and I end up regretting it. I have buyer's remorse. I return it ex- or I resell it, et cetera. So you bought a pair of jeans and? They fit perfectly. Is it something you already had you're just replacing or are they new? Sort of something I already had. Okay. It's a lighter uh, wash, stone wash uh, jean. Oh, um, summer. Summer That I unfortunately had stained the other pair. Okay. And I just couldn't wear them as often as – I mean, I'll wear them to to do dirty work of cleaning and such. Right. I can't use them otherwise. So okay. I felt I needed to replace them. So. All right. I like yeah. it. All right. So it was more functional. Oh, and they're not exactly the same. That's right. Okay. They are they're not. stonewashed, but they're a little less. I mean, I think the other pair weren't quite stonewashed. They okay. were lighter yet. Got than, it. So Got it. Well, yeah, I mean, wash. no two pair are ever the same when it comes well, to distressing and stonewashing yeah. and all that because of what they do to it. So, okay, I like it. So it wasn't a new brand. It was something you wear all yeah. the time. All right. All right. I, I tend to wear Lee. I guess I'll just say that. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, I honestly, I think that's a good thing. I think that's the way to go because, as we know, my experiences have been different. <laughs> so I bought... A, I haven't gotten them yet, though, so to be continued. I did buy a pair of sneakers, but they were uh, a brand that I know, um, and so I don't have, but I know very well. I'm like, okay, that's fine. I've, I've tried these this types of – it was kind of like a – how do I describe it? It's not an athletic sneaker because those I always have to try on because they fit differently. It's more like a casual sneaker, almost like a tennis sneaker, but not a – not a court shoe. Let me uh, play tennis. Let me be specific. It's not a court shoe because that's an athletic shoe. Mm. A tennis sneaker in the sense of like an old school, just a flat little, what people call tennis sneakers, but they're not really. You don't actually play tennis in them. Almost like a ked, but it's not a ked. Just a flat little, uh, uh, plain little, um, simple, casual sneaker. Casual, However, right. Yeah, casual, yeah. casual yeah. sneaker. Not right. an athletic sneaker. Right. However, of course, it has a platform. Because it's for oh. me. <laughs> and it's leopard print. So, very excited. Uh, leopard print? Yes, absolutely. Leopard print is a neutral and, you know, it never goes away. And I realize how much I love that print and to mix it. But I always only mix a tiny bit of, of whatever the animal print is. It's a shoe. It's a bag. It's a scarf. It's a blouse. That's really it. I'm not into the full. I have skirts, too. But, um 
I do like mixing leopard prints with bright colors. It's kind of been my thing lately. Okay. So the shoes are on their way. I also bought another pair of sneakers, but those were a replacement sneaker that I already had. So again, same, know the brand well, love the brand, same size. Um, the shoes were uh, unfortunately actually stolen, so I had to replace the sneakers. So I have two pair of sneakers coming. Miss, I only wear heels. I have two <laughs> pair of sneakers coming. It just worked out that way. Well, so it's summer coming. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, so <clears throat> so I'm excited for that. I also realized because the fir- okay the first pair I was buying the leopard pair that I haven't I haven't had this. I was uh, the reason why I bought them was because I saw the same pair of sneakers but in a stripe, a cute white with a, like a denim stripe. And I thought, oh, those would be cute with oh. jeans for the summer. And I saw them on a blogger. And this blogger, I actually trust. It's interesting that I'm saying this. I don't know her. She's a huge blogger, huge following on social media. But everything I've been following her for a long time. Everything she wears, I mostly everything I like. I feel like we have similar styles. She was wearing them. I thought if she's wearing them, it's probably good. They're this probably is the comfortable. Way it works. This is the way it works. And that don't. So I ended up getting a different pair, but same brand that she had. I thought about this. And how fashion, the shopping experience really has evolved. Not only are we sitting here talking about buying things online, but it's kind of like it's far beyond the brick and mortar. Would you agree with that? It's just it's far beyond that now. With both. Oh, as, as being a black and white situation. Yeah. 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 As, as yeah. Like we, I just thought, and me as a person who shops for people all the time and I'm in the mix all the time for me to even say this I don't automatically think I still go to plenty of stores trust me that's what I have to do I have to go to showrooms that's part of my job but another layer to it is well let me see if I can get it online because Mm. it's quicker and it's faster and again if it's something the brand we trust and know and here's yet another layer. I now bought a pair of shoes because of someone that was wearing them that's not a celebrity. Well, she kind of is. But I don't know personally, but I trusted her. That's the key word. Mm. So I was thinking about this. <coughs> Sorry. Thinking about some of the buzz, buzzwords that are out there like stylist. You know, I, I tell people I'm a stylist. Years ago, this word was not as popular um, and I'll get into that in a minute. Uh, blogger, obviously, we know. Influencer, we know. That's a big one. That's a big one. Years For this ago, year anyway. Yes. And five, ten years ago, I'll say more, ten years ago, we, we didn't hear this word. Maybe we heard blogger, but not as much as you do now. We definitely didn't hear influencer. So I was thinking about it, and I thought, first of all, I, uh, then on another side note, I was invited to, I get invited to many, many, many events. Um, unfortunately, I can't go to all of them, but I do go to some of them. I tend to support ones that are here in this area, in this community. So um, Fairfield County, basically, and Westchester County as well. So a few uh, acquaintances of mine and friends of mine have started different groups where it's uh, different bloggers coming together and influencers coming together to support each other. And it's all female clad. It's really wonderful. Um, to make a long story short, they sort of uh, organize meetings. We have meetups and we have luncheons and they, we work with brands and we basically are promoting brands. You know, sometimes there's a fee, there's a, a nominal fee. Sometimes it's um, gratis. So we get product to promote for these brands, etc. It turns out to be a really lovely day when we do this kind of thing. And, and a lot of times it's more business than it is fun. And sometimes it's more fun than it is business um, because we try and 
promote, not just promote brands, but try and come up with new ways to promote something. Um, we make sure we try all the product. We kind of collaborate together, you know, to, to sort of stay on top of our game. So I'm involved with a couple different groups in both Fairfield County and Westchester County that do this. And I was thinking about this word influencer and I thought, I'm both a blogger, an influencer, and a stylist. And I thought, well, what is the difference? Because I think people get it confused. So mm. I think blogger, let's take blogger versus influencer first. Then you can break it down to influencer. There's micro influencer, influencer and macro, which are kind of self-explanatory. That's basically that uh, goes to your following. So if you have a small amount of followers, let's say it's 10,000 or under on social media, you're a micro influencer. Obviously, macro would be a lot more. Hmm. So uh, I even think there's a third category there that's like in the middle. I don't know what it's called. But um, yeah, I even think there's – because there's a lot of people that have like 20 and 30, under 50,000, but more than 10,000 followers. That's not quite a macro, et cetera. Anyway. Micro but trending. Micro but trending, yeah. (laughs) That might be a good one. That might be a good name, yeah. Um, obviously a blogger, because now here's the other thing. So back in what, let's, let's call it 2009, 10, 11, around then, when bloggers started to pop up, and specifically fashion bloggers started to pop up and, and then soon become saturated, it was, well, I'm making money because I'm writing, a, or maybe you're not making money, it's just like a, a diary or a journal. I'm writing about my fashion experience or something I purchased or something I'm wearing or some experience related to the fashion world, and I'm putting it on a platform for all to read. Then people started to make money off of it. Brands started to catch on. Oh, people are visiting this page. You're getting paid either through an affiliate program or through clicks or whatever it may be. Now the word is influencer because you don't necessarily have to have a blog to make money. Many people make a lot of money just on social media for X amount of dollars per post on Instagram or per post on Facebook. So it's changed yet again. I believe it's still going to change going forward. So um, (coughs) specifically, a blogger writes a blog about a specific topic, researches it, the content is good or great or at least should be. Influencer is an individual who has the power to affect purchases, purchase decision of others due to his or her uh, knowledge, authority, relationship with their audience, that, and they have a particular niche. So I just thought I'd break that down and kind mm. of talk about the two differences and how, again, myself, I'm in it. I'm one of them. But I also will follow certain people. I think um, these are the girls that have, whether or not they have a fashion background, some do, some don't. They have a creative eye. They are able to um, put things together that I, that I like and I think that are different. And they have a voice. They have an opinion. And so, I mean, that's really all it comes down to. Um, but I think... It's exciting. Again, that was just another way of me checking. Oh, I saw this sneaker on this blogger and I've followed her for years. I trust her. I like, you know, I like what she wears. She wears uh, a lot of brands I wear and and more. Um, Yes, I know a lot of things are gifted to her, but somehow, some way, I trusted her. How did you start your relationship with her? (coughs) Well, I would, would, it, would you say I have a relationship with her? <laughs> well, how else would you describe it? Um, um, how would, w- I just started what was f- the beginning? The beginning was years ago. I started to follow her on Instagram. Uh, why she, her? 
I think because I saw her or her blog. I think I saw her 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 blog. I saw YouTube videos she did and just thought she was there's something interesting about her. Hmm. And I there was something relatable with her for me. Again, it's about her style. I think we have similar style. Hers is a, li- a little bit little different, not exact, but we kind of just like the same thing. It's a little like, you know, if you were walking in a store and you bumped into someone and they had, you know, similar taste in what they were buying, similar taste in what they were wearing, and somehow you just gravitate towards them, you know. So in in that scenario, <coughs> in that example, what store were you walking in where you bumped into each other? In other words, out of the blue, you picked her or no. did somebody else suggest her? No. Or you just happened to be scrolling and yep. s- said something about her look, her yep. name? Not their what? name. Yep. Yeah, just, the, just her look. So you look. would have seen the look first. Yes. It was right. t- purely visual um, because it was on social media. And uh, yeah, I started to follow her. It was probably around the time when I, st- I, I made an Instagram account, which was pretty much back when Instagram first started. I think I felt like I was one of the first of all my friends to have it. I was basically done with Facebook early on. I kind of was in and out. I was late to the party and then quit and was kind of like, that's not for me. I, didn't, I just didn't love it. I understand the power of it. It could be a powerful tool. I get it. Um, I didn't love the personal side of it where people were just, you know, I didn't, it, it, to me, it felt very invasive, Facebook, where mm, everyone's right. business is out there. And, I, you know, I don't put my, I'm a private person. I don't put all my business out there. And I don't really care about other people's, but, you know. So for certain things, I think it's wonderful. For me, it was not. And I wasn't using, using it as a business tool yet. So I switched to Instagram. I want to say it was, when did Instagram start? I want to say 2010 maybe. And I felt like everyone I knew, no one I knew was even on it yet. I thought, this is great. You know why? It's pictures and that's it. Yeah. So it's a visual diary. I'm a visual person. And it's you can write a little caption. That's it. There's no big, you know, blah, blah, blah. There's no one getting on their soapbox. You know, and so on. And for me, it just is a form almost like entertainment. Oh, pretty picture. Oh, inspirational. That's it. So that's where it started. Around then is when I found this particular blogger and a few other ones, too. Actually, I've got a list of some of the ones that I follow who I find inspirational. And they already kind of were ahead of the game. They already had, let's say, I don't remember the time, let's say, you know, 5,000 followers nope. where people had, you know, 200. People were really just starting or I might have had 500, you know, and I thought, oh, okay. So I wasn't the only one that thought they had something going on. And then they quickly, they just, you know, scaled their business and made it into a business, I should say. And uh, all of them now that I followed back then, all of them now are very successful businesswomen and have a product or a service that has come from being bloggers and being influencers on social media. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. So who to follow? I think this is important. And I think anybody can do this. (coughs) I think it's... um, I thought about this. I'm like, you know, sometimes I think I feel a little silly. Like, why am I following these people I don't know? And I'm like, well, it's not like that. It's, it's how is it different than picking up a magazine and flipping through it and tearing out things that you like? You're inspired by it. You know, yeah, this happens to be a real person, and I don't know her, but 
it's what she's putting out there that I like. You know, maybe if I met her in person, I wouldn't like her. I I don't know. This is what's so amazing about the Internet, really. Uh, Previously, a person like this would have to get themselves aligned with a magazine. Otherwise, there would be no way for them to get their their viewpoint out there. Exactly. And then once they're aligned with the magazine, well, it's really tough to find out who specifically it was that put these photos up. Right. Uh, Right. And it would have to be professionally shot by by a photographer and mm. edited and gone through all the channels. Now we've got a phone, yeah. a smartphone that does the picture, takes and, the and picture. You're the person who is taking the pictures or is, who is presenting this information, their name is going to be right there in the forefront. Exactly. And yeah. it's instant. It's like a microwave society. It's instant. We yeah. take the picture. We can even edit it now, even just like a real editor through Photoshop. Mm. Um, you know, and then it can be posted in seconds. And your information, your impact or, or not, is out there for all the world to see. Yeah. So pretty powerful. Yes. So I, anyway, I encourage you to follow people, whether it's Instagram or it's Twitter or or maybe it's even Facebook or wherever it is. I encourage people or maybe follow a blog. There's good old fashioned bloggers still out there. Um, I still write my blog. I do it a lot less just because of time. Um, some of them I follow. Song of Style. This is Ami Song. She's been around forever. Uh, sincere, these are their Instagram handles, by the way. Sincerely Jules. Love her. Um, sea of Shoes. I love this girl. I love her style. And Margot and Me. Those are my top favorites. I have a few others that I like. But those are some of the really big influencers. And let me tell you, it's not even because now it used to be you put up a cute outfit or a street style pick, quote unquote, and that was good enough. Now, because things evolve, the game has changed, and it's really about the photography now. Mm. So it's not just the outfit. It's the outfit in front of, you know, the, uh, you know, Palais Royale or in in front of some famous building in Paris or in Milan or it's, you know, somewhere or it's at the beach or... And it's really becoming about the photography as well and the location. Oh, they're in Greece. Oh, they're in Mallorca. It's like exotic. <laughs> and it's beautiful. It's like, wow, that looks beautiful. You almost can live vicariously through these influencers because they're like traveling the world when I tell you. So it becomes not just it's, – it's about the photo now, not just what they're wearing or the product, but the overall photo is beautifully – now, yes, I know it's all, all edited and, and they have a beautiful Instagram feed. I get it. That's not – it's not real life. But that's what I go to Instagram for. I don't go to Instagram for real life. I have real life in front of me. So for me, it's just... that's an interesting point. Yes, I like that. Yeah, yeah. That's what... Because, listen, myself, my Instagram feed, of course it's edited. Now, it's not fake. I don't... I use original content. All the pictures are taken by me. Or if I'm in the the photo, it's, you know, by a photographer. Um, it's not. I never change my appearance. I might we change lighting. Yes, we tweak the photo so it looks beautiful. So why would I put out an ugly photo? You know, someone someone reached out to me recently and said uh, she was starting the support group and just to encourage women just to put their raw photos out there, no editing. And I said. Well, I appreciate that, and I think that's wonderful if that's what you want to do because I don't think you should feel the need to edit. You shouldn't have to feel pressure. If you want to put that out there yourself with no makeup or unediting or a blurry photo or whatever, okay. However, I do edit, and I'm not ashamed of that. I'm, I'm putting out a beautiful photo, and it's staying consistent with my entire feed, hoping to inspire people. And if not, it's just fun for me to go back and look at. You know, oh, I remember when I took that shot. Oh, I love that outfit. Oh, I love that place, you know, whatever it may be. So 
I don't think there's anything wrong with it. There, you know, when you cross the line to where you're changing physically the way you look, okay, that I don't, I don't agree with. But that's a different story. But listen, this has been ha- this happens in magazines all the time. It's been happening for centuries. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so don't you know? We're not reinventing the uh, the egg here. This is no, this right. has been happening. Yes. Right, right. So, but um, to stay cohesive and have a have an interesting feed, you do have to do some editing. You've got you know whether it's filtering or whatever, and and so and that's what gets people to look. People want to look at pretty things or beautiful things. Yes. So. Um, anyway, so that's my thought on that, and uh, I encourage people. This is a great way, great tool of inspiration. Or again, you know, sometimes I'm in an airport, I'm killing time. That's when I'll scroll through. I don't go on social media often. I've made it a point to stay away from it because it, it really can get addicting. I think, and I was taking too much of my time, you know, instead of being present. So I really make it a point of specific times. I'm waiting for an airplane. Uh, I'm w- maybe waiting for a train or whatever it may be and I'm done with my work and I'm not in the presence of someone else that I could be giving my attention to, you know, that's when I'll do it. So, um, yeah, so I I encourage you to follow someone. And, again, this could be anyone. How to find them, go on social media, go on Instagram. You can always type in a hashtag if you want to follow someone that collects vintage cars. Type in hashtag vintage cars or car collector or whatever. You'll see what comes up and then you can really follow people you know and people will follow you and you yeah i think it's a nice thing it's a nice community it's a way of sharing and it could be very supportive um as long as you keep it that way (laughs) all right i'm going to take a quick break and we come back i can't not have a show without talking about trends accessory trends specifically for for spring so stay with us on 1490 wgch Fashion Friday with Tina is brought to you by AdCorp Media Group, a full-service local advertising agency that offers a range of marketing, web, social media, and design services for local business owners. At AdCorp, they take your business personally because they know that you do. By learning everything there is to know about how to run your business, the value of your products and services, and who your target is, they'll create a personalized business plan to communicate your message to your audience. They offer logo and branding development, digital and web design, social media management, and more. Are you ready to grow your business? Call AdCorp Media Group now at 1-877-323-2677. Or visit them at adcorpmg.com. Adcorp Media Group. They'll take your business personally, as personally as you do. Welcome back to Fashion Friday. We are talking about influencers and bloggers and social media. And hopefully I've explained it all to you on the difference and the good side, the fun side of following someone uh, that has similar interests in in what you have. So common interest of uh, whether it's fashion or it's something else. You can pretty much find anything nowadays. Um, And then, of course, I also want to mention, by the way, the bloggers. I know it's changed and evolved. Like I said, I still have a blog, wardrobeenby, by the way, dot com. Um, I still like doing it. There's something about it. I like taking the photos. I like going through the editing process. I like doing behind the camera type of stuff better than actually being in front of the camera. But, uh, you know, it's my blog, so I kind of have to. Um, I like writing 
writing the the you know about my experience or what I'm wearing or where I found it. Um, and then I like posting it and just having, like I said, this visual journal that I can look back from from years. So um, my blog is wonderful. Uh, it's all of the places that I go. And uh, I, I uh, connect everything to link. I'm sorry, link everything that I'm wearing at the bottom of the page. You can always find. And it is wardrobeenvy.com. So uh, if you're thinking of starting a blog, I think it's a great thing. I don't think it's too late. Um, definitely, you've got to have some sort of a niche nowadays because there are so many blogs out there. So for example, my blog, I really try and focus on the fact that I'm petite. So I'm petite size. And I show how you can wear different proportions and you can wear a wide leg pant, you can wear a high-waisted pant, you can wear a maxi skirt, um, whatever it may be, and, st- and be petite. And I really try and show you how. Um, so that's sort of my niche. So for me, if you want to start a blog, I think it's a great thing. You've got to be authentic. You've got to definitely be super niche. And I think you've also got to remain vulnerable to some degree um, because that helps you in the decision-making process, I think. Um, and I'm going to say this with anything with social media because I think if you just stay authentic, that's a big thing. I think that's the problem, one of the problems that is out there with you know people not being authentic. So whatever it may be whatever you i applaud those ladies and gents that can do that because i think that's right there that's saying something so and that comes across too when you're authentic and real and vulnerable that comes across even in a picture or pictures or a blog so that's my little advice on that and uh kind of what i rules i try to follow myself all right so quickly i got to talk about some spring accessory trends because one thing that i kept seeing recently were um hat trend the bucket hat is back so no surprise because that was really big in the 90s and the 90s as we know are back so the bucket hat I'm seeing more and more of also the baker boy hat this is one that again has been around for a few seasons now I'm I was thinking about it I've got about four or five of them now I really love the bucket hat I don't always love on me I don't always love that shape but I do love a baker boy hat So, um, you know, this was really seen a lot on the streets of Paris this year during Paris Fashion Week. My favorite is in a leather or a wool. I think that's my favorite. So maybe it's not a summer item, this particular hat. But I just feel like those look, something about the material and the stiffness of it makes it a good shape um, uh, from what I've seen. So leather or wool, the Baker Boy hat. And uh, the other thing I've been seeing a lot of, spring accessories uh, for 2019, basket bags. Now, we saw a lot of this last year. This isn't new. Um, But I'm seeing a lot more different shapes. Really cute from oval to square to uh, small to medium. Really super cute. And I like that it looks like a basket but has sort of like a cloth liner on the inside. So you don't so things aren't falling out or you don't see everything in your bag. Super cute. Um, We're seeing more and more of those for spring and I like it even just with jeans and a t-shirt not necessarily you don't have to be you know going to a luncheon in a floral dress or on vacation Um, and then the other thing is the shrunken bag how cute it's like carrying a little baby wallet (laughs) all right that'll do it for this week's fashion friday join me next week for more fashion friday on 1490 wgch Just
The Voice of Greenwich. This is 1490 WGCH Greenwich. Under fire, Brexit decision. I'm John Trout. President Trump's first rally after the Mueller report was delivered gave him a chance to attack at least one Democrat. Recharged by the crowd in a summary of Robert Mueller's findings, President Trump, hearing their condensed form, mocking the House Intelligence Committee chair. Little pencil neck Adam Schiff. He's got the smallest, thinnest neck I've ever seen. He is not a long ball hitter. But I saw him 